Warning. The following show contains coarse language, offensive material, and references you might not understand. What the Fuck Ryan contains songs and stories that may confuse and or entertain you. The views and opinions from this point on are solely my own and in no way reflect the views or opinions of others. So sit down, strap in, and enjoy the danger zone. Mr. Loggins, take it away. Today is Wednesday, September 12th. That was Kenny Loggins with The Danger Zone, and this is What the Fuck Ryan, the podcast where I talk to my dog, so it doesn't seem like I'm talking to myself. I've changed the format here a little. We're no longer doing movie soundtrack songs. We're just going to play awesome songs and talk about interesting things. 
you know, it wasn't easy for me to move to Cambridge here from Alberta. You know, I left a lot of people behind, a lot of my friends, of course, a lot of special friends and special people. There's one in particular that I'd like to play a song for right now. If you're listening, this one's for you. Eskimo Kiss. 
Yesterday, September 11th, Battlefield 3 had released Armored Kill, the third DLC to come out. Out of the four or five they say that they're going to release, Armored Kill specifically focuses on vehicle warfare and large maps. They didn't raise the, the cap level for players on the Xbox 360, but they increased the map size because to them, that made sense. Armored Kill is interesting to say the least. Uh, right now I'm going to give you a two-hour review. Now this review is obviously not going to take two hours, but I have only played Armored Kill for approximately two hours, so I can't give you a great description of it. I know for a fact that the maps are huge. They also threw in quads, which is really rad. Nothing is more fun in that game for the year or so that I've been playing it than jumping on a quad and just cruising around these huge fucking maps. They added a couple new ground vehicles, and they really didn't add anything soldier-wise that you can use to take out these vehicles, which, I mean, is fine. You can work your way around it, but you need to have teamwork to the fullest extent. You need to have communication and you need to make sure you understand who's taking out air, who's taking out ground, and who's capturing points. Because if you don't, these maps will swallow you. They're so big, it's hard to keep focus on what's actually going on. They added the new gunship, which is really awesome. Uh, you got two spots in it and Basically, you just rain hell from above, and everybody else that spawns off of it is parachuters, paradroppers, airmen, whatever. They drop from this fucking plane, and they parachute down and shoot stuff, and everybody has a good old time, but the two people on the plane just rain hell you know I kinda wish they had thrown in a couple more seats maybe they don't even have to be like gunners just more seats that you can switch to so everybody kinda gets a turn because if the enemy captures the point then you're screwed you lose the gunship myself I was never really big into the vehicular combat aspect of Battlefield 3 I like taking them out but I'm kind of shit in helicopters and planes and tanks. So, I mean, it's tough for me to say, oh yeah, go, you know, go pick this up. But, it's, it's, I, I can say that if you don't like vehicular combat, it's still worth picking up. The maps are big enough that you can snipe if you pick a good spot. There are people on the ground capturing points, not everybody's in a vehicle, and, I mean, if your team is good enough, they will be taking the vehicles out, so it's no longer an issue. But, the vehicles are needed. The maps are big enough that if you don't have a vehicle, it's going to take you 5, maybe 10 minutes to run from point to point. So you need a ride. You need somebody to carry you, I guess, from point A to point B. Coming up here, we're going to have Thin Lizzy, some Flowbots, and some Arctic Monkeys. Enjoy. 
Somewhere in this town See me and the boys, we don't like it So we're getting up and going down Hiding low, looking right to left If you see us coming, I think it's best But move away, do you hear what I say? From under my breath Circle in the square. 
they say or they don't say We make a way out of no way Against the gun, beneath the veil Yes we can, too big to fail We are the ones we're waiting for We save ourselves, praise the Lord sky in the family, stone and calamity Triumph, we're thrown, took the domes of these Goliaths Planted seeds in silence, and granted me compliance And in the spring rain, exploded in a riot Of color and excitement, wearing no disguise Declaring to the stars that we trek like in a prize A candlelight revivals, and how we hit the blindfold We in the revelation, like it was the Bible
Twisted of the strange and twisted and deranged And I love that little game you had called Crying and lightning And how you like to aggravate the ice cream man on rainy afternoons James Cameron clearly hasn't made enough money with, the, with Avatar, the re-release of Avatar, and the re-release of Titanic in 3D. He had announced that he was doing four Avatar movies, four sequels, or well, three sequels to Avatar. Now, eight days ago, his producer John Landau said that they were doing two and three back-to-back, but there wasn't going to be a fourth. Apparently, that's all changed. James Cameron's now saying, yes, I'm doing a fourth. It's going to be a prequel to the whole storyline. I really just hope that with all this money that the people are giving James Cameron, he's got some giant bank vault in his backyard filled with money and coins that he just swims in Scrooge McDuck style. Because if he doesn't, he's wasting it. Obviously, you can tell James Cameron isn't one of my favorites people in the world although you know you can't excuse that he directed aliens and terminator one and two other than that 
not a fan of his work. I really don't think he needs to do four avatars. I, I don't get it. I, I don't get how people loved the first one. It was visually spectacular. Sure, I'll give you that. But that's one view. People were seeing it three, four times in theater. Seeing the re-release with eight minutes new footage. I don't give a shit if there's 80 minutes new footage. I'm not going to go re-watch the same movie if I didn't think there was anything to it other than the visual aspect of it. Spoiler alert, it's Pocahontas. Here we go, next little block of tracks. We've got some Van Halen, some Drock Pickett Murphys, Alice Cooper, Memphis May Fire. Enjoy.
had a song that you couldn't get out of your head of course you have everybody has there's always that one song that one song that when you hear it even if just the first couple tones couple beats few words of the vocals it gets stuck in your head right away now it was like three in the morning when I started doing this uh, schedule I guess for which songs I was gonna play so I've got two hours worth of songs but I'm not gonna play them all I'm gonna cut it down a little tone it up trim the fat that kind of thing but I wanted to keep the song that was stuck in my head the whole time hopefully I can pass it on to you and get it out of my head Gangnam Style Gangnam Style Op, 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 op on Gangnam Style Gangnam Style Op, 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 op on Gangnam Style Yeah, I 
세상이 울통불통한 사나해 그런 사나해 아름다워 사랑스러워 그래 너 그래 바로 너 아름다워 사랑스러워 그래 너 그래 바로 너 지금부터 갈 때까지 가볼까 오빤 강남스타일 stuck in your head all day and you'll finally understand what it's like to have a song stuck in your head because none of you have ever done that and I'm not an evil mastermind. Now I grew up in the 90s which I'm pretty fortunate for. We had pretty solid cartoons like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Spider-Man, the good Spider-Man. Well the 60s Spider-Man was pretty awesome too but Regardless, 90 Spider-Man, my favorite Spider-Man. X-Men was a good show. Biker Mice from Mars, Street Sharks. I could go on and on with the 90s cartoons. Now, I guess maybe it was my upbringing or who my friends are, but there's a whole world of music before the 90s. You know, there's the 80s and the 70s, which are pretty popular. But there was a lot of bands in the 60s that uh, people don't really know about. You know, I've got a 13-year-old brother who's never heard of The Who or Cream or The Animals. You know, so I'd like to take a couple minutes here and flash back to the 60s and play some Who and Cream and The Animals. Enjoy.
pinball wizard, there has to be a twist. A pinball wizard's got such a suffering. seen him fall, that damn summer's like this, sure plays a mean pinball. I thought I was the body table king, and I just handed my pinball crown to
Hundreds of Beliebers and Nickelback fans have just had their minds blown and they give up listening to shitty music and go back to the classics. Wrapping up here, I'm going to play a song from one movie that I just watched for the umpteenth time. I'd like to tell you what it is, but I think I'll keep it a surprise. Have you guys guessing in the comments? Send me a message, send me a text, let me know if you can figure out what movie this is from. I already know I'm going to get two texts from two people, not saying any names, John and Mel. But you guys should watch this movie if you haven't seen it. And next episode I will tell you what movie it's from. Have a good night.